Hey, Road Trippin' fam. We are excited to let you know that Road Trippin' is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played NBA Daily Fantasy on FanDuel before? Well, check this out. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Why should you play on FanDuel NBA? Well, for one, it is easy to use when it comes to their app. What's not to love about that? But also, for example, they offer different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Oh yeah, and get this, you can play for big prizes, single game contests for the biggest national matches, and enter contests for as low as five cents. That's right, five cents. Simply incredible. So again, let's recap. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Enter URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin to play now and get your deposit bonus. That's URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Cheers. I don't know if anyone's drinking, uh, all, but cheers. Right. Welcome into this edition of Road Trip and presented by FanDuel. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, alongside Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson, and our guest today needs no introduction. He's a three-time champ with three different teams um, and is setting himself up to be the first time across all four major sports to possibly win his fourth title with another team. His name is Danny Green, plays for the Sixers, NBA vet. Hey, Danny. What's up? How you doing? Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. And yes, hopefully, if the Lakers don't stand in the way, I can try to do it with a full team. Oh, did you hear that? He just said the Lakers. I mean, they're the you know defending champs and also the favor, <laughs> the favorite. So, um, yeah, we're in the East. We're trying to just you know try to make some things happen, shake some things up. Okay, so what's going on in Philly? Uh, what's one thing actually? Let me start. Th- start with hold this. on, Richard's what's, frozen. What's one thing you love about Philly? Uh, because we have people that send in questions um, from Philly for you. Uh, but what's one thing you love about Philly besides being teammates with Channing's cousin? Um, <laughs> I, of course, that's number one, being teammates. With number Tobias. one, got to be. I, you know, I, grew up with, I grew up watching Tobias play. And, you know, we're from the same area, so that's also another reason we're from Long Island. Uh, but I think outside of that, um, just learning about everybody else on the team. Doc, of course. And I think now that restaurants are opening up, food and just convenience to be able to go mm-hmm. anywhere. Uh, in my neighborhood, it's very dog friendly. I have two dogs. Um, so yeah, just being around that type of atmosphere, that type of uh, environment uh, makes it a lot easier to adjust, even though the weather isn't the greatest. Um, but having snow is refreshing every once in a while. But uh, cold and rainy days are, are not my fa- fan, fa- my favorites anyway, uh, especially coming from so Toronto, we had a lot of it. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I'm missing the California weather. But outside of that, everything else has been great. I was going to say, you spent yeah, some I, time in Cleveland, too, so you know about the rainy days. So oh, yeah. oof. Years ago. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Uh, I Wikipedia, Jed, just because, like, you know, I always like to do a deep dive. I did not know you went overseas, and, like, your whole story is crazy. You got drafted by the <laughs> Cavs, and then yeah. you went to the D-League, and then you went to the Spurs, and then end up starting, yeah, getting paid, and then now it's like, how do, like, nobody talks about that story. It's it's a little like, wild when you wild. look back at it. Yeah, I did have a crazy story. So I was second round draft pick. Um, was with Cleveland for a year, and then they had cut me. I think it was from Manny Harris. It was coaching change. The decision happened, and then Ron left. Yeah, he's of, like, I don't I don't want to get into uh, why it happened. But a lot of things changed <laughs> when the decision happened. Um, I was one of those changes. Uh, ended up trying to figure it out. I was at home for a while. Went over. Uh, 
went to the, the D League back then, which is now the G League. Mm-hmm. Um, was there for a couple months, got called up to San Antonio. During a lockout, I went over to Slovenia, um, played there for four months or so. A very humbling experience, but, you know, one much needed. Um, Why do you say yeah. that? Why do you, what was Slovenia like for people it, that are listening? There was, they spoke English. Everybody spoke English. Um, it's just overseas experience in general is just different. You know, not everybody can grind and everybody can survive that. Um, you know, you might not be able to get a haircut over there. Um, they don't know how to cut your hair. You know, there's yep. different types of food, different type of lifestyle. You might not be getting paid. You're doing two-day practices. Um, we weren't getting paid for the duration. We were there pretty much uh, for most of that time. Um, so traveling is different. You know, you're not traveling the same. It's a very humbling experience. You get to you learn to appreciate <laughs> the things you have in the NBA. Uh, so when I came back, I made sure that I, I tried to stay and not go back there. Um but yeah, man, wild stories. And I got lucky starting the starting position with San Antonio. It just so happened that Manu was, you know, had a bunch of injuries. He was getting injured a lot. And he had just gotten hurt like four games into the season. I think he broke his hand, wrist, something like that. And then they were looking for somebody to kind of fill. RJ was there at the time, I believe. He was there. We had James Anderson. Uh, we had a couple other guys that were looking to try to fill uh, that role. And then so luckily I played some good defensive possessions oh, your defense game. your defense was shit let's be, let's, let's, let's be honest Danny. Danny, it, it Danny, is let's be really top to believe in i could play defense for a couple that's of what it was like and then i hit a couple shots and then yeah. like you know we got to play him you know not not just five or ten minutes we play him like 15 minutes a game and then manu was like getting a little older like we have to limit manu's minutes he started having hamstring problems and then eventually like all right we're going to start him and then have manu come to the bench to go you know i guess finish the games how do they want to do it um so i said i got lucky in that aspect of it uh, but once I came back overseas, man, I, I kind of try to not want to look back. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. How how Hell much fun? Ride, how how much fun? Like we were there, you know. I what, we were there a year together, year and a half, Danny. Yeah, yeah. Dog, how people don't understand like the Spurs situation. <laughs> like Danny's already laughing. Danny's already laughing. Sorry, no, thinking, I know where you're going with this. I know. Where yeah, you're because <laughs> it's fucking crazy there. Like it's yeah. like it's like it's like <laughs> basketball. It's like uh, even pop calls it. It's like a college team, right? The way you know they handle it. It's very similar. Um, but the stories that come out of there, and in like unless you've been there, unless you've like gone through it with some guys, like you don't understand how comical. That shit really is. With oh, Pop. And, and yes. No, Pop is a comedian, stand-up comedian. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of the media, obviously, treat you guys differently. The media people, he doesn't care to talk to him. Um, what do you mean, I, you guys? I was just <laughs> say you guys and the other guys, the other people when he does it. I mean, all three yeah. of us are on the media side I now. Know. Yes, <laughs> we are now. But um, you yeah, know, Pop from is, the movie. God. And we were happy to be there during, I think, RJ, we were there during Tony's single days time. So that's why I was a little bit more. Uh, enjoyable for you rj um me but he had the, you know his little house thing he had his house yeah, okay. for some events but um if people yeah. don't know tony parker has one of the craziest houses oh his pool is, he added more to his pool which is which makes good. no sense which <laughs> makes no sense like why add more to he has like a theme park he's like a water park at his crib and so we had some good times there but uh and, don't, yeah. and people don't don't think that like water park where he's got a really cool pool think water park where he could probably make a hundred grand a year to 300 grand a year charging admission like yeah. that you talking about he got park. big surf in his little backyard huh yeah. dive, big surf slides backyard. all types of crazy lazy susan bars and kitchens inside the 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 hot tub like cold to go inside a hot tub yeah it's 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 have you guys down. been there 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Allie, there was nothing it, else it was, to do with San Antonio. It was during his single days. Yeah, he was during his, he had some single, a little short, brief single time <laughs> where he was done and then moved on to there. But during his single time, he had a couple of events where we, we enjoyed the pool. So, yeah. That's incredible. Okay, so people sent in a lot of questions, as I mentioned. Um, one, someone wanted to know what uh, would the Spurs be without Pop? And you can kind of go that direction, but also Richard has told one of the best stories I feel on here about Pop uh, when you were on the bus, right? And about starting or something, and you wrote on a piece oh, of paper yeah, yeah, yeah. and set it up so- Remember when Pop? Remember when Pop would like hand out a list? I don't. I'm not sure if that was maybe the year before you got there where he handed. It might have been the year. It was the year before you got there where he handed out a list of like what like during Lent. So for 40 days, yeah, like we were yeah. gonna we were gonna give up something. Like what did you give up? <laughs> it was different each year. <laughs> um, I would give up sweets some years. Um, mostly certain foods. I remember Matt Bonner giving up using utensils. He only could use chopsticks. For- <laughs> The duration of Lent. Um, some people gave up using weird stuff, and I'm like, "What? Well, how would you get really?" Most of the time, I tried to make it. It wasn't easy, but it wasn't too hard. But for me back then, I used to eat a lot of sweets, so I would usually give up sweets during that. Time. I gave up starting, and I put that, and when it sent me, <laughs> you would fucking, you would. Well, at that point, it was literally like there was probably like a ten game stretch where like he was like, "Hey, we're gonna try have you coming off the bench." Because my first year, like a lot of guys, like I struggled there in San Antonio. I struggled. That that's that's not much of a surprise. But so like you know, and you got to keep a sense of humor. So like he like decided to bring me off the bench, and then like four days later, he like drops this. Hey, what are we gonna give up for Lent? And you know, being the individual that I am, I'm like starting, I'm giving up starting, and it it, it only lasted for a little. Like the not starting only lasted for a week. Knowing Pop, there was probably a chance. Like I'll never fucking start you again. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. But dude, the Pop people don't understand the the sense of humor. What get. So I've given stories about how he, were you there where he cussed out everybody down the line and then got to Matt and was just like, you're just a fucking Matt's like, what yeah. the fuck <laughs> yes. So, yes, I was there for that. You were there for that? He gave, he gave the, uh, cuss outs to everybody. And yes. Matt was just so brief. Matt, you're just a fucking just kept no, moving on. It kept moving <laughs> the reason Christ. why, And the reason why he did that to Matt is so Matt was checking into the game. So Matt goes to the scoring table, right? So Matt had like, maybe he hadn't played or just, I'm going to say not hadn't played, but he hadn't been in the game. So Matt gets to the scoring table, Matt gets in the game. And on like the very next play, something happens and pop calls a timeout and he decides to cuss out everyone that's in the game. Mind you, Matt hadn't really been in the game. He was just sitting there. (laughs) So he starts at Tony, Tony, you're not fucking playing defense. Richard, if I have to fucking tell you to box out one more time, Tim did it is he just starts going down the line like going down people and then he gets to matt and realizes that matt hasn't been in the game he's like matt then you're just a fucking <laughs> and you're just like, <laughs> bro oh, like, that was my so favorite huddles because oh, he pop does this thing where when you're new to the team he's gonna cuss somebody out just to let it set the tone let it be known you're not safe so like when i first got yeah, there, oh yeah cuss out timmy tony or, or manu just to let me know like well shit if you cuss out timmy i, I know i'm not safe here um, I think we might have got somebody new at that point, maybe because fuse might have been shorter, but it was funny. I, I forgot that huddle, but that was one of my favorite huddle stories when he cussed out, but just gave Matt, you're a fucking, you're a fucking, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bob, come on, man. Did <laughs> Richard freeze again? 
So I feel like, I feel like from the outside looking in, um, it's such a secured organization. Like you don't hear a lot about San Antonio, right? Like they just keep their stuff in house. Keep everything tight. Yes. They do keep everything tight. Yeah. So what is something like everyone loves pop, right? Yes. Yeah. Great guy. I mean, on the court, very intense, but off the court is like, you know, grandpa, you know, very soft, especially when he had his grandkids, his daughter around, you know, his grandchildren around, his grandchild around. Um, so yeah, he was great with that. And he cared about your family. He always asked about how everything was going, knew everybody in your family's name. Uh, but on the court, he's going to cut you out. He's a mean cuss and he's very you know <laughs> strict and disciplined. But outside of that, he's a great, you know, he's great. It's awesome. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas was like that. Like when my first couple of years, like Isaiah was our GM and went to be our coach my first two years in New York. And it was a shit show. So there's a lot going on. I, I mean, that. a lot going on, right? Was David Extra. on the team? Was David yes. Yeah, he told me. Yes. I heard quite oh, a yeah. few stories oh. from D. Man, so listen. But like Zeke would give you a hug. Like, how's the family? How's your talk? I got to call your pops, your mom, whatever. And then as soon as the game flipped, he'd be like, you got to kill that motherfucker. I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but like, you know, Zeke's fingers are all over the place. So he'd be like, I'm not playing that bullshit. <laughs> the first play ride I ever had, we had to be first to the plane and you have to help put the bags on the plane. But, you know, everyone had to wear suits. Mm-hmm. So it's freezing cold in New York and you have to be suited. Dress shoes, dress, you know, socks, not really. Had to have a belt, had to have a tie. Mm-hmm. Or, or they wouldn't let you on a plane. So I had to hold extra ties and belts and socks for everybody. Man, I got on the plane. I helped put the bags on, got on the plane first. Isaiah walked up and was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, rookie? Get your ass off this plane. I said, be here first, not get on first. You got to wait for all the vets to come. <laughs> You're standing outside in the cold like this as all the vets just walk in. And they say, okay, now you motherfuckers can come up here. Just have some goddamn respect. <laughs> but then as soon as the plane's uh-huh. like, he's like, hey, where y'all eating? I have a good Italian restaurant for you. You know, you're like, what? Oh, what? Dude, but to this day, time. he's funny. Yeah, to oh, this day, he's funny. Multiple personalities. You gotta love those guys. Coaches oh, can't okay. be like that today, right? Oh, uh, it's 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 all it's it's all yeah. about your star player. If your star <laughs> player, like, no, because this is and 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 Danny, Danny, um, Danny's to his point. Like my first year there, uh, we're in we're right before training camp, and he goes, you know. You know, you know, we we were starting that they were just kind of established tone. He's like, you know, and then last year, fucking Tim, you, this is like at the the dinner before training camp. And so I'm, you know, new there. He's like, Tim, you know, in fucking December, your body fat was was 11%. And, and I was like, let's say 9%. And then in January, your body fat went to, to 10%. And then it went to 11. So like what everybody was just eating around, sitting around eating steak and fucking, that's all you guys were fucking doing, right? <laughs> And so he's establishing it and, and pop and, and Tim knew this. It took Tony a little bit of time to adjust. That's why he struggled as a, as a young player. Manu, Manu's just crazy. Manu doesn't even know what's going on, where he's at anything. He just does whatever the fuck he wants to do. He's like pop's favorite player and the person that drove pop the most crazy, For sure. but it was just more, once you establish that your best player and like a hall of famer and an MVP can be cussed to high hell, then everybody else is like, well, you know, 
This is just what it is. Got to fall in line. If Timmy gets cussed out, shit, I can't say a damn thing. That's why Tibbs works in New York with Julius Randle and those guys, but he didn't work in Minnesota. He just needs, like, that's just his communication style. Mm -hmm. Right? You're like, oh, man. Or like Stan Van Gundy is like, he's the complete opposite of of Alvin Gentry. Right? But, Mm -hmm. like, you look at Zion and you look at that team and you look at these guys now, like, they're doing it. They just, a different communication language and Sometimes you you need to put it more on the players, right? For sure. I think today is a different it is a different game, it's a different world. The world is not as <laughs> old school as it was. You can't just cuss it. So Pop, from what I hear now, is not can't be the same guy he was when we were there. Um, well, I think his stars are different, Danny. For sure. His stars are his stars are different. <laughs> and, and no, and his and, younger and, guys are different. The younger players are different too. It's harder <laughs> to communicate to them or relate relate to them. So it's a tougher yeah. game. It's a tougher game. Well, even even with Kawhi, I never forget this rookie Kawhi's rookie year. Uh, you were there for Kawhi's rookie year, yeah. right? Yeah. Do you remember this, right? I think it might have been like five, ten games into the season, and Kawhi was Kawhi. No, I don't think anybody knew that Kawhi was going to be this good, but you knew he was good. The minute he got there, you're like, oh, this kid can play. He's good, whatever. So he came in, was in the game a little bit, like shot a pull up like in transition, then did something else. Now, mind you, Kawhi was a rebounder defender, like elite when he got in. That was it. So, he did nothing that was else. It. <laughs> he did nothing else after that. And, and this, and Papa was very good at establishing roles. And so he did that. He comes in the halftime and just lights into Kawhi. And if you think that you're going to make a fucking impact by scoring in it on this team, that's not what you're supposed to do. And he just went ham, went super hard on him. Didn't play him in the second half. Didn't play him. No, that's, that's pop. He'll cut, and he let it be known for my first couple of years that he did not care about offense for me and Kawhi. But Kawhi obviously mm-hmm. started yeah, progressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he was, I don't get how many threes you make. You're not going to fucking play if you don't make, you, know, you don't play some defense. So yeah. I'll get hit five in the first half. And then somebody, if I get a back door, somebody comes up a pin down, JJ gets a three, he's going to call timeout within 10 seconds of the start of the first half. And probably not play me the rest of the half, and I'm just like Jesus, man. No, that's how he, that's how he hit. That's how he hit Gary Neal. You know, Gary Neal is a lot of this dude. Did you, I, were I, you there for that time when he cussed Gary? I was. I, so I was there. I had any Gary, balls? I'd fucking cut your ass tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and, and, and for anybody, and this is the thing. He did it to fucking Steven Jackson, who he won a championship with. And you were there when he cut Steven Jackson. But yeah. it was like, it was like, yo, he's not lying. He's not lying. Like, if he had any fucking balls, I'd fucking cut you. Like, that's what he right said to, to Danny Green, who was a, uh, it was like right before, it was like the, right before, like the postseason. Uh, uh, Gary yeah. Neal hit like a game winner. He was all rookie team. Yeah. yeah. But he was like, this is the type of shit he would do. Like, Gary, I, and I've, I've told this story on Road Tripping before where, like all of a sudden I'm sitting on the bench. Right. And Gary's doing some other shit. Like he missed a shot or did something. And coach didn't care if he was mad at, at Gary, he would come and cuss you out. And he would go, <laughs> he came and cussed me out one time. He was like, he comes down the bench. Gary does some shit. He, and he's like, you see that fucking shot? See what the fuck Gary just did? I'd put you in the game, but you oh probably do God. the same was, fucking thing. That was, that's the worst shit in the world. Like, yeah, he'll cuss you yeah. out, the whole bench out for some shit Tony or somebody else did in the game. Like, we're over here. Yeah. What the fuck do we do? Because yeah. they had turnover in the first he's quarter. Like, he's he started, yeah. I had one turnover Yo. in the first quarter. So so I, so, you have 19 turnovers later. Fucking no, started so, it, you piece of shit. So I go, so I tell Gary, I tell I Gary, the yeah, I tell Gary after the game, I'm like, man, Pop was on one a day. He said this to me and he was like, 
Cause I was like, yeah, he was like, oh, I'd probably put you in a game, but you do the same fucking thing. He's like, he said that shit to you. Yeah. He's like, he says that shit to me all the time about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, apparently he's mastered the one thing that we all strive to do. And that's called balance because um, everyone loves him. He's amazing. Despite all these stories. Everyone loves him. Like the, the, the the stories are funny because you love him. Right. Like I would play for pop in a heartbeat. He would probably never have me play for him again, (laughs) but I would play for pop again. He knows how to separate the two for sure. He knows how to separate. Okay. So let's bring your journey full circle. You're in Philly. You're sitting at the top of the Eastern conference. Um, For now. Hopefully we we can. For now. Yeah. I mean, if you're top four, come on, man. Listen, if you're top four, if you're in and you're top four, you got home and you're healthy, yeah. come on. You, 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 that's all that really, I mean, you want to be first, for but sure. like you're not winning an award for being, for being first. first. You're no. just like establishing and you're playing good basketball. Yes. You've and been on winning. We have even tougher second half of the ske- season schedule. Um, when we look at it, it looks <laughs> yes, y'all do. it's wild. Oh, it's ridiculous. But, um, so, yeah, What's the start. strength of schedule? What is it? Uh, Two, three. To give you a rundown, we go from like New York to San Francisco with one day in between. Um, we have uh, San Antonio to Chicago to Houston. We have a, more back-to-backs. Um, just a weird travel schedule and more back-to-backs, basically. What's What's been the reason Ooh. for the success? You guys had a lot of new faces, a lot yeah, of... You got oh, it right no! Oh, that, 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 that doesn't look What fun. is that month on the bottom left there? That month looks trash. It might be backwards to you guys. Yeah, oh, February. But this is March. <laughs> yeah. Chicago, Washington, back-to-back to start. Right away, right after All Star break, and then we have a long road trip, like thirteen. I don't know, New York to Golden State, then LA for five days, Denver, then Cleveland, and back home. And then, oh. yeah, that's that's a tough stretch right there. You know what we never talk about because, well, maybe it's just because I obviously have to focus so heavily on the Lakers, and there was a lot of discussion about the seventy-one day off season. Mm-hmm. What was that like for you? Jesus, oh, uh, I mean, I feel <laughs> like so. I explained this other day to people. I said. Because when you don't go back, it helped being in a new atmosphere. It's a little more fresh. Um, at the same time, you still have to – there is no walking into – like, Lakers probably came back and took their time with training camp. They mm-hmm. Everybody knew the system. They can, you know, rest some guys. You know what I'm saying? Preseason, all right, you guys not going to play. We can give you some – there was none of that for us. It was we, <laughs> me and Dwight got thrown right into the fire into a new training camp and had to learn a new system, be with a new coach and staff. Uh, but I said it was it – was, it made it – more I say interesting or just more I guess more excitement because it's newer people more it's it's refreshing to have a new situation but yeah and we also had COVID situations where people had to sit out so me and Dwight haven't had a game off we've had to play every game Um, so from right into training camp playing on full training camp I was lucky because I was traded twice before I got here so they had to sit I had to I wasn't cleared for the first two or three days of training camp Um, so then after that but 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 really lucky as in you could have been no disrespect to oklahoma city but you could have been a part of a rebuild they could have been like hey we're gonna have you as a veteran rebuild and now all of a sudden you're on the number one team in the east before it gets started like do you was there a moment in your head and or or did your agent let you know like hey no no you're gonna keep moving or maybe they'll buy you out we're in communication where we kind of knew that it wasn't done yet at the time okay. when it happened. So yeah, but I still said lucky that yes, I did get moved to the situation. Also lucky in the fact that I didn't have to start training. The first two or three days probably the hardest I had. I had got a chance to miss. Um, but still, and you're old. Training. You're old as shit now. So like yeah. missing like two days of training. Camp, 
No, 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 no. You know, but when you add San Antonio years, you're like, you know, 46. Yeah. <laughs> you're like 46. When you add, how many years yeah. were you in San Antonio? Four years of college, seven years in San Antonio. Yeah, that's two. a wrap. Yeah. Years yeah. overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Four over years of college. I got, I got miles. Guy? I got miles, but I'm still, I'm still fresh, Shannon. I'm still fresh, man. Solid. But yes, I'm getting old as shit, Rich. But uh, hopefully, solid couple more years left in me um, before. I start, you know, doing the, the Vince Carter thing. Oh, oh what's yeah. that Vince Carter just sitting at the end of the bench? Just, uh, just coaching and doing media and at the same time while, and, while, and, and playing, while, while playing. While playing. on roster, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I was doing. I was doing that. I was doing Commentating interviews. the games while he's on roster. Yeah. Like, what the hell is yeah. Vince playing? Or is he, is he working mm-hmm. the games? No, the that's, the be- that's the best gig when you're coaching, you're, you're mentoring, and you're doing media like you're getting paid on multiple fronts man it's great <laughs> and your job is still just to stay in shape that's the best oh, best job in the best. league oh that was the best yeah because you can hey, drink every so- night because you don't have to worry about playing you get to drink <laughs> every night you get to travel you know you're not going but, to right, no hey listen my last four months of, of cleveland was the best right because it was like the coaches were like hey Che, you want to go to the gym and eh, let's just play a little half court one-on-one okay cool <laughs> Me and Big Dan were playing one-on-one, shoot for like money, for dinner money. And then be like, all right, let's go watch some film so I can cuss these kids out. And we watch film with the young guys. We, we, we just watched this. And Dan yeah. goes, see, that's why I said, listen, I don't know if I could be a coach, man. I, I yeah, got I no patience I, for this. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I'm going to stay with the media. Dude, side yeah. So, because I just be like, what are y'all thinking? What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, we can't be this dumb. I look at players and I'm like, we can't be this dumb. There's no way we're this dumb. Well, no, the hard no, and the think about Papa is a hundred times older than you guys. Think about what he looks at you yeah. guys. Like, these dudes are idiots. The hard the hardest part about being that bet in that spot is when like you look at the coaches, like you look at the coaches like, y'all gonna let this shit fly? Right? Like that's the hardest part. I kid you not. That is the hardest part. That is the hardest part about being, and that's why some coaches get intimidated about bets because vets know the real, they know like, okay, this is unacceptable. They know like when I, and I'm not going to name names, all of a sudden a guy would be one of your best young players would not be at shoot around because his foot had, he had, you know, athlete's foot or something, but then he didn't get treatment in the morning and the coaches aren't snapping at this dude. The coaches are like cracking jokes with them. And I'm like, dog you need to be making an example of him like I know he's going to play tonight but you got 15 other guys that are looking at one of your best players that just didn't get treatment in the morning and it's like not saying that you're not going to talk to him but like like I'm it makes me anxious thinking about like not getting treatment and just showing up saying my foot is hurt even yeah not even young guys even some of the veterans you look at them like what the hell's going on here but veterans are different because you to a certain degree, certain veterans, veterans, certain veterans, veterans, certain veterans, veterans, certain veterans, certain veterans right? You gotta be, you gotta be that dude. An example you have to lead by, and you're like, yes, right, somebody needs yeah. to say something or do something. Something needs to change. Yeah, you'll, you'll say what you you say your piece, and then at a certain point, you're just like, all right, I'm not fighting anymore. I'm not. I'm just gonna do my job. We win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll be all right with three rings, three different teams over here. No big deal. Um, I feel like this is a perfect, a perfect time um, to let everyone know in case you missed it. And Danny, we're going to use you as our um, reveal, if you will. Uh, Road Trippin has a, a phone number. 
Um, and so we're taking voicemails, we're taking calls, we're taking text messages. Um, and so in case you hadn't heard, we want you to hit us up six, five, seven, five call road tripping, but it's call RT. Okay. So six, five, seven, five call RT. And we had someone, this kind of all brings this full circle, Danny. We had someone send a text message in and they said, hi, this is die from Philly to you saying you've already accomplished so much, including three rings is winning another championship still on your list of future accomplishments, or are you content with the success you've already earned? So you just said that you're feeling fresh perk. Our guy perk, uh, said the other day that he thinks that you will get a a ring before KD gets another one before Braun gets another one. And also Kim K. Who will get their next ring first? All right. So we have LeBron James is even KD plus 130. Danny Green, seven to one. Then Kim Kardashian is nine to one. Kim's nine to one and Danny's seven to one. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, uh. What do you think? What do you think? Who's going to get their next ring first? I'm going with Danny Green. Yeah, that's a good one. Seven Danny, to one odds. One, put a cool 200 on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Danny Green. Because, look, I'm telling you, I I know you watched the game last night. Yep. Philly is for real. I'm telling you, Philly is for real. They're committed to the defensive end. And, look, Danny Green, people can say what they want. He, he steps up when he needs to. Yep. I know he had that one moment where he didn't hit the shot at the top of the key. But guess what? He bounced back the next game and had 14 points. So Danny Green is battle-tested. He knows what it takes. And his Philly team is really, really good. Perk said that. With that said, um, to die from Philly. Yes. Um, to answer your question, I'm never, never um, satisfied or content where I'm at. I don't think anybody. There's always a new challenge each year, no matter how old you are, I think for everybody is always some type of it's competitive nature of us. We have to prove ourselves, reprove ourselves. And as always, um, you know, people say, oh, you won a ring because you had this. I mean, obviously it's a team sport. You had players to help you win a ring. It's nothing you did it by yourself, um, but you always have to you know, prove to yourself and others um, that you can still play. You're still either starting this league or, or a rotational player in this league or a high-level player in this league, or somebody that can still win in this league, or help a team win in this league. So um, I think that that's what it is for me. Yes, I still want to chase a fourth ring uh, to do it, obviously, outside of organizations that I haven't been with um, because of certain, obviously, criticism, certain well, whatever people want to say. They talk a little, little shit on, on media, Twitter, Instagram. Um, but yeah, yes, I do want to win another ring. Um, obviously, I want to win one here. And if not, hopefully... Um, wherever that may be uh, before it's all said and done. Uh, I'm not greedy. I am happy that I have three. Be greedy. No, 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 no. Be greedy. <laughs> I am no, 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 no. Super greedy. But for, like, like, be greedy, as, Danny. Yes, like. as an athlete, as a competitor, you're just naturally greedy. You want more. You want to do more. Uh-huh. You want to achieve more. So, yes, I, I do want to win one here, and hopefully we can we, uh-huh. make it, we stay healthy. Uh, you know, I've been healthy, luckily, this far. Hopefully the rest of the team can stay healthy. I think we have a good shot in the East. And once you get there, so you just have to get there. You get there, you no. never know what's going to happen. That's what Tony said to me in 2013 before we got there. He said, you know, anybody can get hot. Uh, and once you just get there, he said, might be able to get Miami. So we, you just went up with a game or two on the road, and you never know. And, you know, we got there. Unfortunately, we didn't get in 2013. We came back in 2014. We got it 
But um, yeah, even in Toronto, Spurs, Spurs, there. Spurs, Spurs are notorious for losing one and showing back up the next year pissed off. They did that <laughs> against Dallas when they lost against Dallas because Manu with They're that like block, a motherfucker. Yeah, then they showed up and crushed it. Oh, uh, Dan, Dan, me, but huh? I, I got to talk about this. So I stayed off social media while I was a player because I just would, did, really didn't give a shit. And I understood like, you know, there's <laughs> benefits to it now. Um, like you talked about mentions, like, and you, you know, you had an incident uh, during the bubble where like, look, we as competitors and players and guys that have been a part of this, we understand that fans go you know too far, but let's take that situation out. Like, how do you personally handle when people and, you know, you go from L.A. fans to Philly fans to Spurs fans. I know Toronto fans are the nicest of all time. Yeah. Uh, they're the easily yeah, the you're going to have a good game tomorrow. Eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. game. It's a, it's a, and hey, so, over eight. At least you weren't over 10, huh? <laughs> how, do you, how do you handle that dog because it's like on a random day like you can't even like i'm gonna get on twitter and yeah. check to see what the news red. is and all of a sudden like twitter is just like like guys it takes come years on. of yeah it takes years of patience and practice of, of blocking and ignoring people um mm-hmm. i was saying you're a youngster a lot of that stuff probably bothers you more and the new york and me just sometimes i want to say some shit to some people just to, mm-hmm. i like you know we talk shit in new york anyway. But it's like, yeah. it's really not worth it to talk to somebody that doesn't, they're probably not even real. Um, yeah. They just want a response to make their day, even if you give them a response, whether it's good or bad. Um, so, so it took some years of, of, of a lot of patience and ignoring and hitting the block button um, to try to you know deal with that. But a lot of times it said ignoring it, getting off it, staying away from the negative comments. Um, but yeah, do, a lot of times do you have I, days, do you, I feel like there's days I want to just have a full day of just talking shit to everybody. I said something. You something got to the day. day where you got time. Wait, yeah, when I have time, when I have time. I mean, I'm thinking I'm gonna wait till I'm done playing. When I have, when I'm done playing, I'm gonna be like you. I'm gonna have time <laughs> and respond to all the bullshit DMs and the, the tweets. You see, that's all shit. I do, right? I see, it's fucking hilarious, bro. I can't I, get enough of it. It's no, it, it, I'm like, like oh, Rich is my gotta, idol. You got to pick it. You got to pick the right time. Cause I'm not going to just yeah. feed everybody that wants to talk shit to me and some things, but it's just like every once in a while I'll have an interaction. <laughs> Do you have days where you're like, you know, let's you know, look, we've all had them like an O for seven night. And you're oh, like, yeah. Oh, I, I ain't getting on social media. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was just talking. So leave it alone. Definitely. Yeah. It's alone. like, Oh, t- t- today ain't the day for social. Nah. <laughs> Ignore social media. Just get, get, leave basketball alone, sports alone. I'm just going to go watch a series, a show. And just yeah. not even think about. What are you watching? What are you watching right now? I just finished Behind Her Eyes, which was really oh. good. It was good. I've never heard of it. It's on Netflix. It's top ten. It's probably number two in, in the U.S. right now on Netflix. <laughs> um, oh, six that, short series, happening? one season, six episodes. It I was like good. that. Quick. It was good. The point. It had some good. It had a. It was very ominous. Like you don't know what the hell's going on, and toward the end, it starts <laughs> revealing what's going on, and some good twists to it. Nice. I love twists. Um, Danny, you're the best. Uh, we appreciate you always. Um, real quick before we let you go, um, cause I know Rich just has to run as well. Are you, you're still doing inside the green room? Yes, ma'am. We are right? not as often, but we're still working some deals here in Philly. It's not nice. as nice as LA laid out the red. It's not as easy, I guess. How yeah. LA laid out the red carpet for us to get so many sponsors and deals and, you know, spectrum, but we are working on some things, getting deals here, but yes, we're still doing inside the green room. It's so crazy that inside the green room and road tripping was on spectrum sports set and not, not any of us came together in that studio to do it. Yes. But yes. here we, we are. Trying. Yeah. We There's were always trying. time. We're about to connect. And then shit just got weird. 
Yeah. Give the best. Uh, continued uh, good luck the rest of the way. We'll see what happens with good Philly. Good luck to you guys. Um, but yeah. Yeah, good luck, guys. Another good edition <laughs> of Road Trippin'. Hey, Road Trippin' fam. We are excited to let you know that Road Trippin' is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played NBA Daily Fantasy on FanDuel before? Well, check this out. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Why should you play on FanDuel NBA? Well, for one, it is easy to use when it comes to their app. What's not to love about that? But also, for example, they offer different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Oh yeah, and get this, you can play for big prizes, single game contests for the biggest national matches, and enter contests for as low as five cents. That's right, five cents. Simply incredible. So again, let's recap. Right now, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with a 20% deposit match. Enter URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin to play now and get your deposit bonus. That's URL FanDuel.com backslash roadtrippin so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win.